Wow, we are back with the Sons of Thunder podcast. You got Eric, Sean, and John. We are here. We made it. We are yeah. currently in OEC the Death Star 206. Baby. Yeah, so there's like this building at St. Thomas where it looks like a bomb shelter from the outside. And, I like it. And John yeah. just introduced it tonight as the Death Star. And I've never heard that. I heard yeah. it about a month ago. Um, don't really see it, but sometimes you can mm-hmm. see it. If, if there was ever a nuclear threat, this is the place I'd want to go, yeah. honestly. If you're in class and the uh-huh. whole world apocalypse started, mm-hmm. you would not. You get you wouldn't get a head start. Like the entire room you is wouldn't. just like, it's like chalkboard just surrounds the room. And then there's just probably like a six by two foot window over there. Yeah. Like it's just the if you're lamest lucky. thing. I can tell you from experience that these rolly chairs and anyone else, shout out who has done this. We yes. are now brothers or sisters currently rolling right now that you can <laughs> wow that's good rule. rolling around oh you like they have a certain angle to them where if you were to let's say have a gas bubble in your colon that you passed oh flatulence <laughs> it echoed didn't you, didn't you actually do that in class the other day I, oh yeah. <laughs> i did he actually so we're sitting in class and monsignor schlag he's from austria yeah and he's just teaching and then he pauses for a moment, and John's sitting next to me, and you just hear, huh? <laughs> it's just, it's just, and and then everyone looked at me because I think they thought it was me, and then and then oh no, it was Doctor Devil. Doctor Devil looked at Meanwhile, me. Meanwhile, I'm just motionless. Yeah, you, like you just you you crushed it. I was actually really proud of you. Yeah, you just wow. you shrugged it off. I was That's laughing so hard on the inside. Flatulence. I was thinking about. Uh huh. I've also heard guys. these these chairs be called space chairs. Dude, this is the Death Star. It, yeah. It's guaranteed. Did you know that each of these costs one hundred and fifty dollars? No. What? Each chair costs one hundred. That's what someone told, told me last week. Where are these sources? Are they made of gold? It's <laughs> like that's like three thousand dollars for just all the chairs in this room. Yeah. Is that insane? Yeah. That's crazy. Try to donate to that Sons of Thunder. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they started a GoFundMe tonight at our oh, house yeah. dinner. <laughs> Wait, what? for what? Will Quan? For those of you who don't know, Will, he's. Um, Shout out to Will. Shout out to Will. He's a good guy. <laughs> From California. Yes. He's a missionary. And he would reportedly tell people that I still play Farmville, A, and, <laughs> and B, that I'm the best Farmviller out there currently. I don't know where this came from. I don't have a Facebook. Number one. Seven years without do you Facebook. Like, do you have like a name? No. Farmer like John. Farmer John. <laughs> New nickname. What was, what was your favorite thing to fill in Farmville? I've never played. Would you actually never played? No, play? I, I got rid of my Facebook in freshman year of high school. Oh my god, seven years and ago. So, oh. actually, yeah, you did take it rid of Facebook. Yeah, and so they started a GoFundMe tonight to go find the last Pokemon on Ant on Antarctica. So if you go on for like Pokemon Go, or yeah, whatever? for Pokemon oh Go. Oh my goodness! So What's the title of the GoFundMe? Uh, I think it's like "Gotta Catch 'Em All: Colin, John, Lukey." <laughs> So please go and fund my trip to Antarctica. For a half million. Yeah, $500,000. I heard of, I heard of a mission, mission trip to Antarctica one time. So there's like tribes down there. Or maybe, maybe no. it was maybe, no, maybe it was the Arctic. Definitely maybe it was not. The, maybe no it was one was in Antarctica. Maybe it was the north. It was, it was the north Are they pole. evangelizing penguins? <laughs> the north pole. Santa. <laughs> well, no, they have like the North Pole. Santa's there's a like, There's actually like tribes up there. Maybe the guys yeah. playing with me. That'd be no, they, they have. I think they have tribes up there. He's going to evangelize. Yeah. No, that's cool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Province of Nunavut. Uh-huh. Fun fact, Monsignor Schlag 
John, one of John and I's professors just shared with us today how the Japanese, like, I don't know, was it three or four centuries ago? Like, all 1500s the 1500s to the 1800s. Yeah, 1500s to the 1800s. They never had, like, they killed all the Catholic priests in the country. Yeah. But the people still kept the tradition of, like, genuflecting before the the tabernacle and they also had like three questions they would ask a priest if they said they were a priest just like make sure it's like oh here like here are flowers for your wife and he's like i don't i don't have a wife like yeah what are you talking Check about one and then what was the, what was the second one it was um they had a picture or no it was a picture of the pope the, yeah and he's like okay we're still in communion with the pope yeah and then they would genuflect the third yeah and then just to make sure that like they're priests yeah and like that was so cool I like that stayed through like yeah Wow. Yeah. Well, I actually did a semester, or no, last semester I did a report on the movie, I did a semester, <laughs> I did a report on the movie Silence by uh, Steven Spielberg. No, it's not by him. No, that's not his name. There'd be a lot more explosions if it was Steven Spielberg. <laughs> what is the guy's name who did it was, uh, Schindler's List? No, I, I know what oh, you're talking about. I'm um, blanking. This is horrible. Yeah, maybe shoot us an email <laughs> if, you guys, if you know the name. His comments. <laughs> <laughs> He's a really famous guy. I know. He, he's uh I can't. It's like Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Thank you. So, so Scorsese did a film based on the book by a Catholic Japanese guy. You know, Silence. It stars Andrew Garfield. I was Spider Man. Con confused him with Spidey. Andrew Gar. No, James Garfield, our like thirty fourth president or something. <laughs> no, but it, it's the actually an insidious movie and book where they kind of promulgate and glorify this pocket Christianity where the main character who is a Jesuit missionary sacrifices his kind of obligation and duty and, and vocation as a martyr mm -hmm. and puts the cross in his pocket and denies Jesus and he apostatizes and then mm -hmm. I mean they tortured him a ton though too yeah right yeah, but yeah, like but he was I mean it's this no weird excuse, juxtaposition but, between like mm -hmm. you think about guys like yeah. uh, the Saint Maximilian Colby mm -hmm. who was yeah he was called to yeah. be a martyr as well and he went to it with glory and with thanksgiving mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. man that was a crazy crazy i'm uh -huh. gonna use this word again insidious movie just watch uh -huh. it if you can it's like holy cow this is what they want us to do uh -huh. so uh i remember our first podcast we talked about how we don't live in ivory towers and i was like i have six gas leaks in my house right <laughs> like so update on the house we have a we have a light Day number two in our upstairs bathroom that doesn't turn off Oh. And the sink stopped oh. working today, and I think the pipes froze like a week ago. Oh my! Because our heating broke on the main floor. It did. Yeah. So, holy cow! Did you have five guys living on the main floor? Yeah. How are they living? Yeah. There, we got some heaters. You have space and heaters. Some wool socks. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Gosh, I would die. Seriously. Kind of good transition that is going to go into. <laughs> That's right. We're going to talk about um, the that. beatitude of spiritual poverty today, but we can lead with physical poverty because I think we've yeah. all done mission trips to mm -hmm. I don't, third world countries or very yeah. impoverished places where literally I went to Costa Rica. Where'd you guys go? Went to Puerto Rico. Went to Mexico. Okay, Latin America. Yeah. Eh, muy bien. <laughs> no, but let's see. For see. mine, I was a sophomore in high school and we. Our Spanish teacher was from San Jose, so we went and just California? spent. No, it's a capital. <laughs> okay, no. like, <laughs> the capital of Costa Rica, Pura Vida. Costa Rica. No, we spent about a week in the middle of the Highland country, just mm -hmm. yeah, like 
kind of hanging out with him mm-hmm. and it was amazing mm-hmm. and i found a gecko on a bed and i no, told my friend you can have that dude. bed yeah it's a lot of geckos <laughs> so what was it like in puerto rico mexico puerto rico you just did that recently yeah right? i just got back um in january so, so yeah. i went on a quick mission trip shout out to all my missionary mission fellow missionaries um yeah, it was crazy. It was right after the hurricane, Hurricane Irma. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And it was just like the uh, the whole island was without power yeah, for a yeah. month. And no running water, no power for like a, a good month. And like yeah. still, Seriously? yeah, still 10% of the island is without power. This is a colony currently. of the United States. Yeah, it's a colony. <laughs> of the, their grid was just destroyed. Damn. And like we would drive, we were driving to... Maya Gez, that's where um, we were doing our mission work. And you could just see all of the blue tarps because, like, yeah. every yeah. single house lost their roof. It was just, it was crazy. And, like, Dang. yeah, you could just see how all these people were just, like. Is this from Irma? I think so, yeah. Right. They were just, I mean, they you, you could see how they were just kind of wounded. Yeah. And, I mean, I remember yeah. this one, this one house we were hiking up to like see the on top of the mountain hmm. and this this house literally like the main floor was just gone and i looked down in their basement yeah and i just see them all sitting like in like a four foot like box and they, they're all just like hola like waving and <laughs> oh, you're just no. like yeah these people have nothing mm-hmm. and they're still enjoying life yeah which was really cool I, I think that's i mean that's what i experienced so when i so i went to mexico for twice for the same mission trip I went for two years consecutively in high school and then I mean more recently my freshman year I went to Turkey and definitely like experienced like the first world aspect of it but then mm-hmm. also just like the second world right and even you know close to the third world country right it's just the poverty out there in certain areas and it's really interesting because there's like really well-developed cities and then if you go like 30 miles out it's kind of like india i hear that india is like that like it's just super well developed in some areas and then you drive 45 minutes out and it's just like complete rural slums yeah Yeah. but in mexico we went um we went on the yucatan peninsula uh chubana puerto um it was like five hours south of cancun and this is actually like probably like this is the first time i remember like actually like fully like actually giving my life to the lord it was a really powerful mission trip for me but what we did we we went down there and we slept in these hammocks on these in these like concrete shacks on like the beach so we were like 20 feet from the beach at all times which was really cool <laughs> but we we would go into town and we would mix concrete on, on the on the like in the street wow and then we would put it in buckets and then bring those buckets up to this up to these roofs like we would like throw them up the ladders and all that stuff I was always oh, yeah. the ladder guy, so my shoulder was just always dead. And then they would, and then they would pour the concrete out. So we, so we pretty much made like twenty roofs. Um, and then I think we like did one floor for like a medical clinic for Whoa. like the two years and whatnot, which is cool. Um, but it was crazy. Like you walk around and you just see these people with just like tar paper roofs, you know, and yeah. they just they just don't. Is it roofs? It's roofs. 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 Yeah, roofs. Um, but just, they, they just have these tar paper roofs and, and it's just impoverished. You know? yeah. It's just, it's just, it's so hard to see how much we have here. Right. And then yeah. I remember I was in high school, I came home and I'm like, I walked in my room, I saw my Xbox, like my TV. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I don't even want to, I don't even want these things. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because like the, like the joy they had mm. down there, even, like even, yeah. even that they didn't have a lot of material possessions, uh-huh. right? Like in, in a very real way, they were like materially impoverished. Uh-huh. But they were still had like this joy about them. Like they still had something mm-hmm. inside of them that that brought them so much life. And I was mm-hmm. I remember always questioning that. 
And like me experiencing that same joy, like living, sleeping in a hammock, like not having a lot, like not eating a lot, like, yeah. you know, being really uncomfortable, but like experiencing so much so joy. Much joy. Yeah. I think that plays in perfectly with this topic in general, which is spiritual poverty and mm -hmm. the vice of achadia or acedia or achadi, cedija, whatever you want to call it. But I've heard it so many ways. <laughs> yeah, I got to I got to echo that same theme eric is that when i spent a few summers in colorado ranching like yeah we would wake up at six go to bed at eight work yep. eight hours a day yep have a beer and then just walk the trails and that was the, literally yeah. the happiest time of my mm, life yeah. mm. hard work in jesus yeah <laughs> <laughs> but also recently well two weeks ago i was cleaning up my room because we're selling our house no way we're, yeah we're moving really my mom needs a new place so Whoa, no way. Yeah, we need just one floor, you know. I didn't know so, that. Yeah. Cool. Wow. So I had to clean out all of my possessions Dang. in yeah. one day. And I, I was just struck with this immense poverty of like, holy cow, this is my life bundled up into a room. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Yeah. I looked back and like little blankies, little stuff. <laughs> All these photos and you weird things I collected. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I brought them with me actually. Back to <laughs> sure you did. No, but... I was just overwhelmed with this poverty hmm. and re like the realization of actually everything that we're given is a gift and yeah. kind of what Ignatian spirituality preaches and how we actually should approach life is that God's gratuity is so overwhelming. Hmm. We take it into granted with Achadia. Hmm. You become, or for me, that's like my deepest vice. I become impatient and uh, I'm filled with ingratitude. Yeah. And then it's what they call the noonday devil because you can start out the day great. Like with SPO, we do 6.30, 7 a.m. morning prayer. Yeah. Yep. We're feeling great. We're with the brothers and you're sent out on mission. Yep. And then about five hours later, about noon, you get struck with, oh, I'm tired of doing this, tired yeah. of doing this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bam, you're hit with this ingratitude, this yeah. spiritual <laughs> anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for my question for you guys, where have you been overwhelmed with uh, like a spiritual poverty and how can you find the difference between that and achadia hmm. can you explain yeah achadia? do you want to have to find achadia first? yeah it's a vice it's uh, let's see some guys went just recently went on the ccr men's retreat and i'm so upset that i missed it but yeah me too for me it it, it um manifests itself as an ingratitude and well, it's like a restlessness yes right? it's a deep mm. heart restlessness it's it, yeah it's, it's like inability. having free time it's like having free time and like not knowing really what to do with that yeah and like it's, it's linked to sloth or sloth yeah 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 so it's kind of like a hmm. spiritual sloth laziness yeah, yeah. fear all these weird words hmm. that kind of bunch up and amalgamate to mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it but mm -hmm. spiritual poverty is good it's actually in matthew 5 Verse 3, blessed are the poor in spirit. We guys should know yeah. this is the first beatitude. Yeah. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That's huge. And the kingdom of heaven is not glorious and it's not a heroic place. It's actually mm. poor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, so I, I want to I wanna end up there at that verse at the end of this podcast. We'll come back to it. We'll later. come back to that. Yeah. Like, I, I want to I end, end with that because that's that's huge. Uh -huh. So I was like to answer your question, like the times, what was like the time where I experienced It sounds like it was spiritual on the poverty. Yeah. So, so I mean, like, so last, last spring I was in Rome. We were, mm. John and I were in Rome. Roomies. Um, that was actually a great time. It was an amazing semester. I'm sure we've talked about it enough in this podcast. <laughs> right? But, um, uh, but, so towards the end of the semester, like the last month of, of May, 
uh, Europe decides to do their academics where they don't have any tests or papers throughout the whole semester, but they just have like yeah. three papers per like class just for doing the credit. last day, right? <laughs> just for credit. And then there's like a big old exam. So like that was, it was nearing the end of the semester. So finals were coming up. My parents had come visited me like a week and a half before that. And I was like sitting up to like three in the morning, like working on papers and trying to get that done. And then I'd go hang out with them during the day and like walk around Rome and check it all out. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but it was just a very stressful time like of yeah. my life. Just like, you were on it, edge, man. yeah, I was, you were, yeah, I mean, I was really on edge. And then the woman that I was dating too, like that things just happened to end between us too in that time. Um, and so I was, so I had the finals, my parents visiting, and then John and I had some friends from Ireland come and visit, which was super oh cool. Gosh, yeah. Shout out to Anthony and Joe Clark, if you guys are listening. Great um, guys. <laughs> so I had those three things kind of lined up just like towards the end of my semester, just a lot of things going on. Yeah. And then I flew home at like three in the morning, right? Got home. Yes. And then I had 30, like 33 hours at home until that Friday. I got home at like Wednesday at like <laughs> noon. And then that Friday morning, I had to leave for camp down in Colorado. I was going to go, I was going to go spend a whole summer down in Colorado at Camp Fotiwa. So I had like just like this a crazy like three weeks of my life where I was just exhausted and I was yeah. just like so physically just beat. I was like mentally beat and I was feeling it spiritually. I just felt like mm. alone. You know I mean, I yeah. was just like like such a transition time in my life and mm -hmm. I just felt so alone and just felt so lowly. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like I feel, I'm just it was just it was humbling. It was very humiliating, right? Uh -huh. It was just super humbling. Um, and like through that time I was like praying the litany of humility and whatnot, but out of that poverty, like out of that, like really lowliness, like I, I gained so much strength. Like, I think the best way to describe it is just like weakness, like changed into strength. Because if I didn't go into this super transformative, like super adventurous summer with like, with that standpoint of, mm. of being like really low and just like mm. really humiliated, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have experienced the complete opposite of that sorrow, like the complete joy in Christ that I yeah. found that summer and like in adventuring in mass every single day in being a counselor, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, like, I think it's such a testament to say that like, blessed are, like, are the poor in spirit, like, for they shall inherit the kingdom of God. Like, I've, I felt like I inherited, like, the fullness of God, like, mm -hmm. out of out of that spiritual poverty. So yeah, that's my experience. That's, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, dude, that's amazing. Um, yeah, I guess, like, my experience with spiritual poverty is um, probably just this, like, this fall, um, just really, like, things with Alexi were kind of, mm. we were just, like, getting to the end of dating, you know. We were kind of... Yeah. Like, we were kind of getting sick of each other, <laughs> and it was, like... Ready to get married. We were ready to get married, but, like, at the same time, we <clears throat> we were, like, finding our identity in each other. So that was, like, <laughs> tough. <laughs> and I think that when I fully realized that, it, like, sucked, you know, because I was, like, attached to her, and I, like, I, I was finding myself in her. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, when I realized that, it just, like, destroyed me. <laughs> and, you know, and I was, like... And, like, we got to a point where we, we like, took a break, you know. We had yeah. to take a break. And I just remember <clears throat> being, like, holy cow. Like, I'm really letting all of this go. And hmm. it's just it was just tough because it was something that I really, like, saw myself working towards and saw yeah. myself, like, becoming Delexi's, like, husband, you know. Yeah. And, like, I, it was something that I was working for and I was just like, oh, crap. I really need to, like, give this up. Hmm. You know, I really need yeah. to, like, let go. You know, and it was just like, there was more of a distraction than a vocation, you know? Hmm. And I think that, like, I did it, I experienced a lot of spiritual poverty just with, like, um, 
just like wanting closure, you know, yeah. and wanting God to speak to me. And like, yeah. he just, he, he kind of let me, he let me be there and let me mm-hmm. just like kind of, mm-hmm. kind of lose a lot of it. And like mm-hmm. through that, like, I didn't really feel peace with like going on a break and stuff. And that yeah. was tough. But then just going on like a, the men's retreat um, and just like finding my identity more. Right, right. Just like, and like, I was, I totally let go. You know, what I needed to do was like let go of Delexi, you know, hmm. on, in order and like give it all to God, you know. Hmm. And I think that he really led me to that point, you know. Yeah. And now I'm like happier than ever, you know. Yeah. And I think that too, like that's the beauty of it. Like, like Christ changes our weakness into strength. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? And I think uh-huh. it's, but in order for that to happen, we have to like give him, like we have to give him what we have, yeah. right? And so I, I have a question real quick. It's just with, so when it comes to spiritual poverty, right? Like, I mean, we live in a country where we, there's like we live in a first world country. Oh. We have a lot of things, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a lot of things going for us in our lives, right? But, mm-hmm. so, but how can we practice like that spiritual poverty, like in our, in our yeah. everyday? Like how can we feel... And like and like and move towards that and like and live like like live out of live out a place of spiritual mm-hmm. poverty, knowing that we're not alone, right? We have Christ, right? Like and we yeah. even like we may not be at the worst part in our lives, right? It may not be a struggle, but like how do we live in 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 a spiritual poverty? Because like Christ promises that we're going to inherit the kingdom of heaven if we do that. Well, I don't know. I, I kind of want to tackle two things here at once. It's a good question. You, you know the three stages of love art, self-knowledge, self-acceptance, mm. self-gift, mm. and yeah. like really humility. But that, I don't know what, what stages those are for. Yeah. Yeah. You can place yeah. any virtue yeah. there. <laughs> but you need to know yourself and mm. then receive yourself in mm. order to give. But lately I've been convicted in both circumstantially and in prayer. Like this is, people have been saying this to me. I've been mm. experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Teachers, counselors, and my real, I don't know, any aspect of my life lately has been yeah. struggle. Hmm. Deep spiritual struggle, physical struggles with friends, girls, the future, you name it. Yeah. And I've been, I was struck with this image during prayer where I placed myself 30 years down the road, whatever, yeah. where I have a teenage son. Uh-huh. And every day he's coming up to me saying, Dad, Dad, can you show me how to do this? Like, can you show me how to do X, Y, Z? And then at a certain point, you just want to turn and say to him, like, Son, I love you. I trust you. You are a strong boy at this point. You're independent. It's time for you to grow up and do it on your own. Yeah. Knowing that I, you have my blessing and my support and I'll come save you and rescue you if time comes. But I trust you yeah. and you need to grow up. Interesting. Beautiful. So spiritual poverty is for me, I don't know if this can be translated, but like when we were traveling the crazy parts of the world and when we were... Yeah in home in these swivel chairs that are $150. But when on the inside you feel like you're alone and you're yeah. struggling, it just has to come around to the point that you need to know that you're not, accept who you are. And then from that point, give, give out of your poverty. Yeah. Because wow. like you're saying, it's not in like a glorious and mm-hmm. strong Christianity. Mm-hmm. And it's not a muscular Christianity that's yeah. mm-hmm. pray to Jesus and you will be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, in, in the Old Testament, in Sirach, Sriracha, mm, I love um, uh, it says, I mean, we pray, <laughs> this, like, we pray this every morning before breakfast. We say, like, the crucible are formed, or like, like in fire, gold is tested, in the crucible of humiliation, right? Like, like yeah. that's like, that's what it is. And mm-hmm. I think, I think, like, all men, we, like, we, like, we go through these testing grounds, kind of, like, like, like yeah. where our masculinity, our, our manhood, 
right? Like, like stuff, like shit just happens to us in our lives, right? And I think yeah. like it puts us through like this test. It was the reading from today, Saint. Or the first, uh, yeah, I love how. <laughs> oh, the, James, yeah. did the trials and tribulations, yes. yeah. <laughs> all things perseverance for yeah. perfect perseverance. Yeah. So that, yeah, like it's literally it's in the Old Testament, the yes. New Testament. Jesus persevered. Oh, it comes back to that, baby. Dude, no, <laughs> let's talk about the readings because on, so like 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 the letter from James like literally talks about how like like perseverance is formed through these trials, like through yeah. these tribulations, mm-hmm. right? And like last week we talked about conviction, right? Like 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 feeling like these exciting feelings, this joy, right? But the times where we don't feel that, like that's the trial, like Boom. that's the tribulation, yeah. right? And I think I think like the the the, the low the lowness we feel then, like the, like the lowliness, the like the spiritual poverty we, we feel in those moments, like those persevere, like if we persevere through that, like we're formed into Christ, like we're yeah. formed into the men that we are. Uh-huh. And I think, John, what you said before is huge, is that the first thing you realize when, when you're feeling alone is that you're not alone. Like, yeah. I said that over the summer, mm-hmm. right? I was just like, we're like sharing graces, and I'm like, well, I'm just really grateful for like humility, and mm-hmm. I'm just realizing that like, no matter where I like, even, even if I'm married, even if I have kids, like, I feel like I'll always just kind of be alone. And mm-hmm. like, the mission, dire- like, like the camp director was just like, like, Eric, like, you're not alone, man. Like, yeah. you have Christ. And I was yeah, like, seriously. whoa, like, why, why, why don't I register yeah. that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we always have Christ. We're never yeah. alone. Uh-huh. And like, even Christ is, since Christ is in everything, yeah. Christ is in nothing. In you all. Hmm. Yeah. What was the, the thing Schlag's today? Christ in all, Christ is all. Or, I, I can't remember. <laughs> it was so beautiful. I just had to check out. Mind blown. Uh-huh. Back in the are you looking at the readings? Yeah, I'm looking at the readings uh, because there, the psalm itself was crazy. Um, maybe it wasn't the psalm. Oh, here, this was it. But he, and this is from the first letter of James, but he should ask in faith, not doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea. That's exactly Boom, baby. the it's undulation. Really yep. You can ride to the top of that cleft. That's not, is that it? The word? A wave, yeah. A wave? The cleft and trough? Okay. I don't know. You could ride at the top of the cleft and be, oh, yay, spiritual and emotional highs, but you're conflating the two. You're just feeling good. You're hor- Something's impacting you where you're yeah. at the top. Yeah. Or when you come down again, you, you think you're hmm. in these spiritual yeah. depths. But that's not hmm. having true faith or hmm. persevering. Yes. Because yes. Hmm. God, the reason that spiritual like loneliness yeah. or just like depression and stuff, mm-hmm. that, the reason that that exists, I think, is that because God wants your trust, hmm. and, you know, it's easy to trust God when everything's going mm-hmm. great, you know, but Dude, the, that's it. the real test that God gives you because he's God's, I like to think of him as a little puppy, mm-hmm. you know, he wants, <laughs> he wants, like he freaking wants your love, you know, yes. and like, hmm. he's going to be like playing with you. Like he's, but the puppy knows. But the, the puppy knows, dude. The puppy's on And he's going to play hard to get, you know? And he gets, he gets, he's like, oh, oh, Sean, stop talking to me. Oh, he's starting to talk to me again. Okay, I'm hey, not going to, like. You got to chase him around. Yeah, you got to yeah. chase God. Mm. And I feel uh, like. What? I think he also wants us to be the puppy, too. He wants yeah. us. He wants dude, both dogs. This is, <laughs> this is what heaven's like. Man. But, like, I think, yeah, the, the spiritual lowliness is. God testing us hmm. and like oh he's asking for our trust. Well, so father John Nipple once told me once, once told me once that the Lord allows us to experience desolation to remind us that we're beggars. Yeah. Right. And I think like if we, if we, if we fill sure, our yeah. hands with, with all of these material possessions or with all of these things, right. And we're not, 
like we're not like sometimes we need to let go of certain things and mm-hmm. like and open our hands like there, like there's this classic picture I always see like a meme it's like this little girl like clinging to her like little teddy bear yeah. and Jesus is like hand it to me like give it to me right and behind his back he has like an like even like 15 times bigger teddy bear yeah. but she doesn't know that because she hasn't let it go yet you know yeah. what I mean and like and I think there's so many things that we like fill our our, our hands with and we yeah. hold on to right but like the Lord we're supposed to be beggars and we like mm-hmm. we, we need to make ourselves beggars yeah. honestly like I think it's super easy to be materialistic in this yeah. world but in order for us to experience the Lord like we need to like make ourselves poor in spirit yeah. no that's something I'm really convicted of like hmm. now you know like because I feel so far away from God when I focus on my material things you know hmm. when I'm on my computer when I'm looking for jobs you know mm-hmm. like I, I don't mm-hmm. feel I feel closest like on my on our mission trip on yeah. my mission trip I literally it felt like heaven yeah. you yeah. know yeah you get the taste you get it I literally one night with Jake Bernardo we were dancing on the streets and literally I was like I was like dude I think I peaked like I think I think that's what heaven is 22 peaks because we were literally dancing yeah I didn't give a a hoot about whatever mm-hmm. Any, mm-hmm. anything else was happening you know yeah. I was just there so I think like even one of the things I'm giving up for Lent is my iPhone. So wow, oh, yeah, you get a flip phone, right? Switch into a flip phone Whoa. for 40 days. Baby. Is that crazy? How do you do that? I want to do that. I'm going into Verizon Wednesday. What do you guys actually? Switch. Wait, this is a perfect time to talk about. Yeah, talk about this Lent's coming up. Like, so like, what are you guys giving up? So flip phone, flip phone, baby. I haven't thought too much about it. I'm going to kind of go the um, ascetic route, which is how mm-hmm. we talked about versus ascetic versus mystic. Yeah, where you try to train yourself, really focus on the body. So, mm. mortification of the flesh. I'm gonna go with cold showers and nice. then cutting out certain things out of my diet. Like, cool. I'm gonna stick to a deeper diet, but also I want to spiritually dive into just a deeper relationship. Yeah, yeah. Morning routine, prayer. Beautiful, that's sweet. It's like the days go by, and if I don't pray, it's like, yeah. What was the point? Okay, it was like yeah. negative five today. So oh. those cold showers are gonna be nice and brisk. They're gonna be warm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm giving up my uh, my mattress. Actually, I'm sleeping. I'm again. sleeping on the floor. Yeah, I did it last spring. I'm gonna do it again. It just there's so much grace that comes with it. Hardwood, so, baby. Yeah, I, I actually I literally have a hardwood like I have. It's like the carpet floor, and then I have this little wood box that I put my mattress in, and I'm just gonna take the mattress out and sleep <laughs> in the wood box. Like sandbox. <laughs> it's like it'll be to fit the mattress, so it'll fit me, but so it'll, it'll, be, be, it'll be kind of fun, right? So uh, then also, it's I'm thinking, literally a coffin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'm trying to work on the diet as well. So yeah. and then just at least one whole hour a week would be cool too. So Dude, that's a good idea. Um, but bringing it back to spiritual poverty, yeah, being beggars. Yeah, I was kind of, yeah, good words. (laughs) I was kind of hinting on this, but when I, I guess the difference for me between Achetia and spiritual poverty is when I think I'm alone. Hmm. When I get into this deep trough of loneliness in your Hmm. soul and it's the dark night of, it's the little Mm -hmm. dark night of the Mm -hmm. soul, that's like you were hinting at, Sean, that's when the, the trust is most pivotal and that's when the point where you just, surrender it all to god yeah. but if you turn slightly that's how the devil uses achedia yeah because mm-hmm. he says no you are alone yeah and you give into that and mm-hmm. boom shakalaka you're depressed hmm. yeah so how do you how do you get out of that 
Because so, so w- like what we've been talking about is mission trips, right? Mm-hmm. And what you do on mission trips is you completely give yourself, yeah. right? And like you disconnect, kind of, like you just relieve yourself of all these things. You disconnect and, and you and you give yourself. Mm-hmm. And like there's always the classic saying of like in giving yourself, you find yourself, yeah. right? And like I just I just know times when I'm like feeling that a chetty or like where I'm just like super restless and bored, right? And I just kind of I just don't feel good as a human. Like, you know what I mean, right? Like yeah, like the like the the greatest ways that I have found to get out of that mindset escape yourself is is to get out of myself. Yeah, is actually yeah. to go give myself. Mm-hmm. And like, what were the three things oh, of here love? We go. So you need to do you need to know yourself first, know accept it. yourself, yep. and then in order to do those, th- in order to give yourself, you need to have those two prerequisites. And in the podcast, Catholic stuff you should know. Ooh. Father Michael Lachlan, the Byzantine priest, was saying, whenever he gets in these kind of you know low states, yeah, he yeah. would just like practice charity or almsgiving. He would go mm. around and just give stuff to people. Dude, I think... Oh, keep going. Literally, you would just do that. Yeah. Okay, I think why service is so good is because, mm. like, we we do have a hole in our hearts, you yeah. know? Yeah. And we do have, like, a lot of attachment to things. So if we're when we give ourselves to someone else, to, like, the mission trip and everything, yeah. we make space yeah. for God to come yeah. in, yeah. you know? And... Only God can fill that hole. Mm. But when we remove like, oh, my new car or whatever, when yeah. we stop thinking about that and yeah. just give ourselves and be present, once you empty yourself, mm. God can fill you. Well, it's kind of like a cycle. Mm. Like yeah. I, I think, like it, so it's just that. Yeah. And I think it's a cycle. So it's like in giving yourself, you find yourself. Yeah. Right? But you, but like, but you have to give yourself first to find yourself. But if that's the first form of love, right? So like ultimately like Christ, like he was the ultimate like, it was the first. Like it was, it was God that gave Himself fully to humanity, mm-hmm. right? Like, for, like for the redemption, like of, of our of our souls, right? Yeah. Like, like to, for our forgiveness of our sin, right? So, like, like Jesus already has given Himself to us, yeah. right? Yeah. And that, like, if we're trying to be like Christ, like we first need to give ourselves, but we also need to like like know ourselves first to get there. If that makes sense, right? So, if that's the third step yeah. in, in giving yourself, right? But first, you need to know yourself. But in giving yourself, you find yourself. Like, I gotta it's just accept like this, myself. You know? That's the hardest yeah. one. Mm. It's like I can't really receive well compliments. It's easy to give. It's really yeah. it is easy to give, even mm. if you're you think you're at that third stage. But I don't know. I, this seems to be a key for a lot of men is the inability to receive. Yeah, that's no, that's typically so associated for with the feminine. Mm. For me, for me, it's it's giving myself. It's harder for me to give myself than mm. accept myself sometimes. Mm. That's why we're such a complimentary team. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> So practically, I think it's humility. I think that's the mm. biggest thing. So my, my practical from this podcast is pray the litany of humility. Like oh, yeah. pray for the grace to desire not to be loved. That'll dicker you. Right? But like, and, it, and, it's, and, it, and it's not like you're asking not to be loved. You're just praying to be freed from like being enslaved to wanting to be loved. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, like it's, it's the most beautiful thing. I, I've, yeah. been, I've been praying the land of humility for, which that's probably not the most humble thing to say. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was saying, like, I've been doing it for, like, almost a year now. And it's, it's, it's probably been the, the greatest thing that has brought me closer to the Lord because mm. I've been, like, letting go of myself. I've been, mm. I've been lowering myself so God can actually lower himself to me. But isn't know? that cool? Uh, that you're the beatitude, you know, blessed yeah. are the poor in spirit because there is the kingdom of heaven. That's yeah. how they get it. Like, that's... They empty themselves out. Yeah. yeah. Blessed is because that's it, you know? Hmm. Wow. I don't know the other Beatitudes, but I don't think that he says theirs is the kingdom of heaven. It's like, blessed are those who mourn mm-hmm. because they will be comforted, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Blessed are the meek. for the Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think blessed so they, are the yeah. poor in spirit mm-hmm. because 
Blessed are the merciful. The kingdom yeah. of heaven is theirs, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because you're partaking in the heavenly. Because you're acting like Christ. Because yeah. Christ literally gave himself they keep fully. Pouring them, the Father pours himself out. They keep pouring himself. It's literally the wait Trinity. The wait Trinity is self-gift. So what you're saying is that since God is self-gift and completely giving himself on the cross, and since we're trying to be like Christ, the only way through the to the cross is also giving ourselves? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. We, this is not new. We're just awesome. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Oh, Sean, actually, the persecuted also get the kingdom of heaven, apparently. So also get persecuted. <laughs> oh, but, Eric, you, you mentioned the litany of humility. And for me, it's the novena of surrender hmm. that kills me in amazing ways. Because yeah, yeah. You, when you, like, it's so fearful to surrender, like mm-hmm. you're saying, Sean, yeah. mm-hmm. at that bottom point. Mm-hmm. But I've never doing that novena. I've never experienced such spiritual highs and yeah. consolations. So that's my practical. Is look that up. It's ninety nine days, but it's just oh, ten. Baby. It's just nine things repeated ten times. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say my thing is just trust. You know, that's mm-hmm. what, yeah, nothing um, more. Trust. Period. Yeah. You yeah. Know, always trusting yeah. God. You know, beautiful. Always trusting His plan. Because. Oh my gosh, because look back on your life and like it's so great when you say yes to God. Yeah. Yes. Just trust him, John. Just do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So. So that is our podcast, boys. Yeah. We'll cover, I don't know, we should probably do one on how to fight more for a later podcast just because we, we touched on it, J.D. Yeah, Stay in the ring. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about Persevere. St- yeah. Trust. Persevere more. Yeah. Up next, we'll talk about how to stay in the arena. Yep. Is that our next one? Why not? Why not? Okay. All right. This is a good podcast. You Have got a good Eric, life, guys. Never <laughs> <laughs> <The> mind. <laughs> and you got. Great. Okay. Have a great Lent. Eric, anything else? <laughs> no. We're like the worst with our intros and exits. We need to work on this. Okay. I think we're done. So thanks for listening. You got Eric, Sean, and John. Bye bye. Ciao. Thunder, feel the thunder